you safe. Amen. What an awesome God that you safe. Father, we thank you this afternoon for an opportunity to be in your presence, to worship and to adore Thank you, Lord, that the irreversible is being reversed. Closed doors are being opened. Yes. The bound are being set free. Prison houses are being opened. The captives are no longer captives. Thank you, enlightenment and divine guidance has come upon this place. Oh, there's somebody here God says to you, you hear a voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. Yes. I will guide you with my own eye and you will know of a certainty, I am the Lord who is leading you. Yes. The Lord also wants to assure somebody that I know your struggles, your struggles in the faith, your struggles to believe me. The Lord says, behold, I make all things new. I make all things new. Whatever has been pursuing you, the Lord says it will pursue you no more. Amen. It will pursue you no more. Mm, 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 mm. The enemy is struck again and again. He is attacked again and again. It's a foul habit that you've been falling into again and again. The Lord says that that a habit would never wound you another day. From unlikely sources, you will be provided, says the Lord. Amen. Somebody here is wondering, Lord, where will my provision come? Every door seems to be closed. But the Lord says, from unlikely sources, you will be provided. I see ravens flying and they are bringing your bread. Ravens are flying and are bring your bread. The Kondu, Kozu, Mangando, Konde, Kejim, Mangando, Yengongo, Mangangu, Mishkindiri, Agude, Geyaga. What women have not been able to give you answers, I, the Lord, will give answers to you. I, the Lord, will give answers to you. You have wondered and you have said, Lord, they stand to testify. They stand to testify. But there is little when I look around to testify of what you have done in my life. The Lord says there is another miracle that is coming your way. This season will be known as the beginning of miracles in your life. The Lord wants to assure somebody that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. In fact, the Lord is going to mend somebody's broken relationship in your family. I see some strained family relations and the Lord is beginning to mend them in the name of Jesus. Thank the Spirit of the living God over over this meeting. Do your own work which you alone are able to do. We bless your name forevermore in Jesus' name. Father, I receive every prophetic utterance of God in this meeting in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, seal it upon the lives of many. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Greetings to everybody in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to appreciate Pastor Farai and Pastor Bruce uh, for, for the tremendous work that you are doing here. Heaven alone knows what you, you are doing. You yourself, you don't even know, but heaven takes kind of that. I just want you, Church of the Living God, to give a clap offering to your beautiful pastor.
they are Christians, they are born again. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I know, you know, you know, these days they are all men of men of God, all men of pastors in courts, but these are Christians. Yes. They are born again. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Please make uh, their responsibility to pastor you much more easier. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for inviting us here. I don't take it lightly. Uh, for the record, I, I enjoy sharing God's word, but it is one thing that I never get used to. Hallelujah. I've done it for many years now, but I really enjoy it, but I've never gotten used to it. Amen. Sometimes my wife, we pray, she goes to sleep and she wakes up, and the other day she woke up at 4 a.m. and says, We are still up. You know, sometimes you are not so much appreciated, you know. You are not so much appreciated in many places, but at least you celebrate yourself. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. One more time, clap hands for yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So some people don't even love themselves, so no wonder why they hate their neighbors. Amen. <laughs> Take out your Bible. I'm just trying to get my bearing here. Thank you, praise and worship team, for taking us to heaven. I heard some heavenly sounds, and uh, some of your readings, I believe, will sing them in heaven. Amen. Yeah. All right, take out your Bible, lift it high, lift it high. Check your neighbor that they have got a Bible. If they don't have one, ask them, Where did you think really you were going? Where did you really think you were going? <laughs> Hallelujah. These days, you can go electronic like me, so any Bible, you can help them. I have more than 10 of this thing, so it's good. Amen. Say with me, this is my Bible. I am what says I am. I have what says I have. I can do what says I can do. Today, the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God will be spoken into my life and my life Will never be the same. Never, never be the same. Turn to your neighbor and say to them, Watch me changing, watch me changing, watch me changing, watch me changing. I'll change right before your face in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 10, our reference scripture. Okay, it's in the Bible. Acts 15, Acts 10, 15 to 20 as well. And let me just read uh, verse 40 to verse 46. Verse 40 to verse 46. If you are there, say yes. X 10, verse 40. 40, 40, 40. Okay. Are you there? If you are there, say yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. We are there as well. All right. And him God raised up on the third day, showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto the witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which has ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and dead. 
To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him should receive remission of sins. Verse 44. While Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, some people can be scared with the word ghost, fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured the gift of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, to be politically correct for some people. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, and they prayed they him to tarry certain days. Deuteronomy 1, 15. Deuteronomy 1, verse 15. So I took the chief of your tribes, wise men, and none, and made them heads over you, captains over thousands, captains over hundreds, captains over fifties, and captains over tens, and officers among your tribes. Second Corinthians 3 verse 18. We have to read the scriptures for some people. They don't read the scriptures the whole week. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So at least if you people ask you, do you read the Bible? It says yes, I read it. You just don't tell them I read it in church, but at least you read it. Are you there? Second Corinthians 3 verse 18. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright. Thank you for those who are opening them. Hallelujah. Some are just electronic, they just been tree, tree, tree. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 3, verse 18. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Father, thank you for your word which is always anointed, forever settled in the heavens, may be settled in our lives today, as it comes with great authority and power in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, uh, where shall I stand? Let me just do a recap. I'm just sharing on changing dimensions, part two. Part two. Uh, what we have established, the adventure you are joining us today, we're not there when we shared the last time, is that life is lived and experienced in dimensions, and these dimensions can come from different angles. There is a, there is a certain kind of a spiritual dimension you can operate in. It can be a financial dimension. It can be a relational dimension. These dimensions, we are really talking about levels. There are different levels that you can experience life. What are these levels? We explain that these are levels, uh, we are talking about uh, a level, a dimension is a level you can operate with in with great ease. Things that you can do without much difficulty. Number two, we also say that it is uh, a level you are comfortable to live in. In other words, you can do this. In other words, say, for example, if you're an academic person, there is a certain exam you can write and you don't even need to prepare. It is your dimension. Uh, we also say that it is uh, 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 something you don't struggle to dominate. And we also say that it is a level whose demons you have conquered. And we really emphasize that demonic spirits are there and are real. I loved and I really enjoyed your teaching here today, ma'am. Uh, in the workers' meeting when you're talking about deliverance. Very, very relevant. Very, very relevant. And number four, we also saw that, uh, four five, we also saw that it is your personal life standard or also it can be regarded as a lifestyle. How you live, how you live. 
And then finally, we also realize that it is what answers to you when you call. What answers to you when you call. All right. Let me just give in a rundown in the next 10, 15 minutes examples of dimensions that you will find in life. Number one, there is a dimension for miracles that can happen in your life. There are different kinds of miracles that can happen in your life, but there are different kinds of miracles or dimensions. For example, Exodus 8, verse number 18 tells us um, about an incident when the Egyptians, magicians, they were not able to replicate or to duplicate uh, the miracle of Moses. They could do the first plague, the second, the third, up to the fourth. But when we read this, Exodus 8, verse 18, yeah, it says this, and the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lies, but they could not, so they were lies upon men and upon beasts. Verse number 19, then the magicians said unto Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. Somebody say, Amen. amen. Somebody say, I hear you. I hear you. If you are together, say, I hear you. I hear you. We have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that the Lord who said is a God of miracles. Amen. Now, when miracles happen in your life, they can happen in different dimensions. For example, when our sister was testifying here about how she was uh, delivered in a car, car accident, it, it, it is a miracle. It is another dimension. But these miracles, they happen at different levels. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. I'm almost tempted to testify, there, but for the sake of time, let's go on for some other day. Um, when you look in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, he was a man of miracles. The miracles that happened in his life, they happened at different dimensions. The raising of the dead is not the same. Can I hear an amen? For example, when he raised the daughter of Jairus from the dead, what happened? This daughter, yet this girl, yet just died a few hours. Because Jesus was on the way to Jairus' house to heal him. Along the way, they received the news that she's dead. So when he arrived there, some people were still doubting whether she was dead or still alive. Yeah. Can I have an amen here? Yeah. Now, the second time you find Jesus is walking and he meets a funeral procession and they are carrying uh, the boy of the widow of nine. They are on their way to the burial place. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have an amen? amen? Now, Jesus gets there and he touches the coffin and he says, little boy, arise and he rises up. So he has been dead, they are sure he is dead, and they are on their way to bury him. John chapter number 11, third dimension of raising the dead. Jesus is told a message, Lazarus, the Bible records that whom you love is sick. <laughs> Sometimes the Lord delays does not mean that he doesn't love you. Jesus delays. <laughs> now Jesus delays to come to a tent. Lazarus who is sick. The sickness gets much more serious. He dies. They take him for burial. They bury him. Jesus shows up four days later sharp. Four days later. So when Jesus arrives, yes, the Bible says that as he arrives, is it Mary or Martha runs up and says, Lord, if you had been here, Lazarus would not have died. Jesus turns around and says, Woman, I am the resurrection and the life. I want you to see something, ladies and gentlemen. This lady, is it mother or mother? I'm not sure. They correct the preacher. It's okay. Now, now, listen. She says, Lord, I know you will rise again in the resurrection of the dead. 
Watch this thing. They are looking at Jesus. And they say, Jesus can heal. Yes. The miracle of healing if Lazarus is sick, Jesus come. Heal, heal Lazarus. It's okay, he can heal him. But if he is dead and buried, oh, that dimension we live it in the resurrection of the dead in the end times. A friend pastor, a friend pastor of mine, one of his one of the believers in his church came to him and says, Pastor, I'm sick with a sickness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say sickness. Hallelujah. Say sickness. sickness. I believe you'll be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. And he says, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. That I may attend Pastor Chris Scruzet. Healing school. So that he will pray for me and be healed. Say, Pastor, the problem is that I don't have bus fare to get there to attend the healing school. So pray for me to get bus fare. <laughs> so this believer in the church. Now, Pastor Chris, for those who don't know, Pastor Chris is uh, he's, he's from Nigeria. He's used in, in healing and all that stuff. So, so this believer is sitting and looking at his pastor. He looks at his sickness and he realizes the dimension of his sickness. <laughs> no, 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 it needs pastor, Chris. So he says, but Basfe, the prayers of my pastor can deal with Basfe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want to bring it to you. Some of you have funerals. And when you funerals, you call your pastor. Not to raise the dead, but pastor come and conduct the funeral wake. <laughs> Pray for genesis as I attend the funeral. Why? You are looking at the dimension of miracles and say, this one. This is the exact story that we see here concerning Jesus Christ. They look there and simply says, no, no, if it was healing Jesus, it was okay. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, you know, I want you to see, even listen to Jesus when he's praying for Lazarus. He gets there and he says, now, his prayer is like apologizing to prayer. Father, I thank you, you have heard me. Yeah. And you hear me always. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, the Bible is so alive. Alive. I wonder why some people don't read it. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's so action-packed. You know, even when you're reading the Bible, don't be in a hurry. Get a glass of water. Read it slowly and enjoy. God, they, they, they listen to him. 
verse 2, I'm given unto you, so was some great one of God. Next verse. He says, they all believe that you are some great power yeah. of God. Yeah. Verse number 18 says, also then says that, when he saw, when he saw, verse number 18, he says, later on, when he saw through the laying hands of Peter, that the Holy Spirit was given, he then realized the dimension of power here is greater than the dimension of miracle. So miracles are not all the same. Let's move on quickly. Number two, there is a dimension of harvest. Harvest come in different dimensions. Matthew 13 verse number 8 says, But others fell on good, good ground and brought forth fruit, some in hundredfold, some in fold, and some a thirtyfold. Listen to me, people of God. We are all in a service. You may ever see some people can stand up and testify and they are wondering, are we attending the same church? Yeah. But you have some good things happening to you all, but when you look at their stuff, are we really reading from the same Bible? Now, what is happening? It is a different dimension of harvest. Some are in 34, some are in 64, some are in 100 fold. Yes, sir. You now, I want you to be stirred up in your heart of hearts so that you will determine that, Lord, I want to profit maximum life from the word of God. Yes. Anything of God, everything that you have ordained for me to receive from the word, Lord, I want to take it. Yes. Lord, I want to possess it. Oh, yes. Lord, I want it to become a part of me. Lord, everything. Yes. You know, some of us, when we get to heaven, you will be shocked <laughs> because you see a, a room which is full of gifts. And you say, Lord, what be this, my Lord? And the Lord said, too late. You were supposed to receive them when you were still on earth. But the dimension you were living in. Let's move on quickly. Number three, there are dimensions of demons. Not all demons are the same. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be scared of demons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In one service, what is they were casting out the demons? You know, there are some guys who love to interview demons. You know, how many are you? How did you enter? <laughs> Why did you enter? Why do you not want to go? You know, they ask you how many go all that stuff. You know, so the demon decided to say, Okay, I'm going to go, but I will stand at the door. Whoever comes out first, <laughs> I'm going to get into him. The service was very long that day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to all Jesus is putting this thing across. Matthew 25, verse number 15. And unto one he gave five talents. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Mark chapter 9, verse 29. And he said unto them, This kind can only come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Matthew 12, verse 45. The Bible, Jesus said this, when an unclean spirit has gone out of men, it moves through dry places, looking for rest, and when it has found none, it comes back to the same place where it was cast out. It checks the house, it realizes it's empty, it's clean and swept. It goes back, listen to how Jesus put it, and it collects seven much more wickeder. Advanced in wickedness, spirits, they are coming to get back into it. Hallelujah. Now, you have to understand that. I remember some years ago when we were casting out a demon. This demon was, this demon, <laughs> was just amazing. 
Because it was a mute demon. It will not say anything. It will just be quiet. You would think the person is dead and you go for hours. Remember one brother says, no, I think this one it needs others with the iron Hallelujah. Because the person will just will be checking the pulse. Whether you shout Jesus, whether you sing praise and worship, it will just be quiet. Hallelujah. And you are then simply says, what caused the demon to manifest in the same place? If I have power to cause the demon to manifest, then the same power that caused it to manifest will cause it to go. It went. Hallelujah. Now, listen, don't be intimidated by demons. Oh, yes. Now, you must then understand this, ladies and gentlemen, that even spirits, they differ in strength and in operations. Now, the most subtle and stubborn demons are demons of suggestion. Let me leave that one anyway. I'm not finished yet. Number four, there is a dimension of capacity. Suggestion. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, there are things. Why do I want to just explain that? Let me just explain a little bit. There are things that you do. Not because you saw something with horns which is black or in a white cloth. But it is just an idea just came to you. And it's coming from demons. Hallelujah. Now, you have then to understand those things. Now, let me cut it short. I know, I know, no, it's not the subject matter here. Number four, there is dimension of capacity. Capacity is the ability to contain or to receive something. Now, God will never give you something which you have no capacity to receive. The reason why many people don't receive certain things is simply because they have no capacity for that. If you have got a, if you have got a child and he's 10 years old, you don't give him a car. Hallelujah. Yeah. You don't give him what? A car. Why? Because he has no capacity. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm simply saying? Now, there are things that God deliberately will not release to you because you have no capacity to condemn them. Yes. Matthew 25, verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, unto another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, straight away he took his journey. How, how were they because of their different ability or capacity to receive? You remember that miracle when Elisha multiplied oil for that widow oil? You remember what he said? He said first, go and borrow vessels. Borrow many and not a few. Yeah. Before you receive the miracle of multiplication of oil, you must have capacity empty vessels. Oh, shout I hear you. I hear you. Shout I hear you. I hear you. Fifth dimension, it is a dimension of leadership. We saw it in Deuteronomy chapter number one, verse 15. Captains over thousands, over hundreds, over fifties, over tens. Different levels of leadership. Number six, there is a dimension of faith. Faith that comes in different dimensions. The Bible speaks about a level of no faith. Mark 4, verse number 14. Mark 4, verse number 14. No faith. Speaks about little faith. Matthew 6, verse number 30. Speaks about exceedingly growing faith. Yeah. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse number 3. Speaks about great faith. Mark, Matthew 8, verse number 10. The disciples recognized this, ladies and gentlemen, and they came to Jesus and said, Lord, increase our faith. Oh, yes. Increase your faith. Great faith has much to do in your understanding authority that is in the word spoken over your life. Mm. Number seven, greatness comes in different dimensions. 
Genesis 26 verse 18. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Number eight. Wealth comes in different dimensions. Say wealth. Amen. Say money. money. Say riches. riches. Some of why are you biting your tongue? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> now, you have to understand this thing. Uh, there are different dimensions of wealth. Really, in life, we find there are three classes of people. Really. There are the poor, and there's the middle class, and there are the wealth. So, the way they live their lives is different. Even the way they conduct their lives. For example, when it comes to food, uh, the poor are much more concerned about quantity. Yeah. Quantity just to be much. If it's rice, there must be a mountain of rice. If it's meat, there must be lots of it. You know, I've, I've attended some very interesting wed weddings where some people, when they're leaving the wedding, they say, it was a good wedding. We ate meat until we left it. Yeah, you realize that you're dealing with people poor. Now, the middle class, when it comes to food, they are concerned about quality. But the wealth, they are concerned about presentation. So you see another leaf on a corner, and you wonder, why is this leaf on that corner? And why are you drawing this way? It's presentation. The same way as well when it comes to, to clothing. The poor as well are concerned about quantity, the middle class quality, the wealth are concerned about customized. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now you have to understand there are different dimensions when it comes even to what? To wealth. Now, what is wealth really? Prosperity. It is having enough to fulfill God's will for your life. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen? May God change the dimension of your wealth. First Kings chapter 10, verse 23, the Bible says, So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. What an amazing man. I wish I had time I could speak about Solomon. The Bible says during his day, he made silver to be as common, he made gold to be as common as stones. They did not even account for silver in his days. The Bible says when the queen of Sheba came and attended to Solomon, there was no more spirit in her. In other words, she fainted yeah. by looking at the ashes. How yeah. people were sitting around the table, she just go, <laughs> hallelujah. Why? Because this guy was advanced in wealth. Yeah. The Bible says all the vessels, all the vessels in his house were made of gold. Everything. Yeah. Including where you can't even imagine it was gold. There was gold. Yeah, even that place. Yeah, yeah that seat, it was made of gold. That was the dimension. Solomon was so well to an extent that when Christ wants to explain his greatness, what does he say? A greater than Solomon is here. Oh. Now, you need them to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that even wealth comes in different dimensions. And number 10, there are dimensions of health. Dimensions of health. Hurry up, Tassara. There are dimensions of health. Deuteronomy 34, verse number 7 says, And Moses was an hundred and twenty years old when he died, and his eyes were not dim, nor his natural face abetted. Hundred and twenty. He needed no walking stick. No walking stick. What an amazing level of health. Abraham, I believe Abraham and Sarah operated in this level of health. Yeah. That's why Sarah at 90 years old, Abraham had to lie. 
to kill says, no, she's not my wife. She's my sister. I will never do that to my wife. She'll kill me, I tell you. <laughs> but Abraham looked at this 90-year-old woman and he says, baby, your beauty, your beauty, they will kill you for it. So from now on, we are sister, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you imagine? Yeah. This was the dimension. <laughs> Listen, in those days, ladies, ladies, in those days, there were no anti-aging bombs and creams and all that. <laughs> but Listen, something that was divine was upon Sarah. Yeah. So that kings looking at her will just go, uh, <laughs> sister, from now onwards, you're part of my you're, you're part of, 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 of my wives. Yeah. At 90 dimension of love. Can that be a portion in the name of Jesus? Yeah. Now, let's deal with some new stuff so that we can just finish and put uh, this thing go on. When you're dealing with changes in dimensions, there are laws that govern changes in dimension. There are laws that govern changes in dimension. I'm not really a law person, so I'll break it down. A law basically is something that makes something predictable. The result becomes predictable using a law. For example, this is my small wallet. If I throw it up, I predict that it will fall down. Yes. Yeah. So I throw it down, up and down it comes. Why? Because there is a law which is called the law of gravity. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now when you put a, a law into action, you can predict the result or the outcome. Yeah. Now when you, are there, when you want them to change your dimension, there are certain laws that you must operate to change your dimension. Somebody shout, I hear you. I hear you. Number one, there is the law of understanding God's will. Yeah. Mm. The first law that ensures that your dimension is changed, it is the law of understanding the will of God. Yeah. Listen to me, people of God. It is not automatic that God's will will happen over your life. Hey. It is not automatic. No, there are some people you talk about, about God being a good God. They say that if God is a good God, how come there are so many poor people? And, more, and many terrorists who are just blowing up and killing innocent kids like what happened in the UK. How can it be a good God? How can that be his one will? Jesus said, pray that, pray that God's will might happen on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. We enforce it oh, yes. through prayer. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, you need them to understand that will of God over your life and it will change everything in your life. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can, I, can, I, can I get an assent? The Bible then says this. When the when, when Bible says, Brethren, I will that you prosper and be in health even as your soul might prosper. Which means there is a spiritual dimension, soul prosperity. There is a health dimension and there is a dimension of wealth. You need to understand all these are part of God's will. Yes. Amen. Amen. When you understand that conviction, you walk with a different walk. Yes. You have a certain kind of faith that lays hold of the promise of God and possesses. Amen. You must understand what is God's will for me. Can I have a better amen today? Can I have a better amen today? Can I have a better amen today? I have found that it takes more effort to explain that God is not a good God than to explain He is a good God. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, 
the second law is the law of prioritizing the spiritual. Prioritizing the spiritual. My sister, when you were saying I'll try English, I just wanted to simply say that some years ago, but I actually remember it, 25 years ago, one of my teachers looked at me and she says, Tessa, English will always be a problem with you. <laughs> what a teacher. He says, English will always be a problem with you. I remember it when I was struggling to pronounce prioritizing. By the grace of God, when I go to Form 3, Form 3 was my second term. I was the best student, number one, amongst all the Form 3s. I have two prizes. Number one, the first prize of being the best student with the total, the highest number of scores for all other students. And also being the best student in English. Good. As if it was not enough, when I was in Form 4, second term, I was also the best student and only the other prize was English. Yeah. So I was wondered, that teacher says, English will always be a problem. <laughs> But now let me go back to my law. The law says the law of prioritizing the spiritual. You need to make sure that you invest in spiritual things, number one, above everything else. Shall I hear you? I hear you. Hebrews 11 verse number 3 tells us, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. Oh, yeah. Your investments in the realm of the spirit will affect what happens in the natural. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Listen to me, people of God. You must make sure that you invest the most in spiritual things. Yeah. When I understood this thing, I began to make it a priority in my life. I told myself this year I'm going a step higher. Mm -hmm. In reading the word of God. Amen. So I said, no, I always read the Bible three times. I mean, one, 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 once every year. Every year I did it once. Every year once. Every year. But I said, this time I'll read it three times. Mm -hmm. So by the grace of God, I finished once. So I'm doing my second, my second course. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping August I'll be done. And then the other time I'll go done. And three times it will be done towards that. You must those, have those targets. Spiritual investments. Personally for me. My target is that I pray at least three hours every day. Wow. That's my target. Mm. Let me confess to you, I don't always do that. Sometimes I miss my target. But there are also days I pray four, five, seven hours straight. Hallelujah. But I make sure that I make sure that I prioritize that spiritual investment. Yes. So I take every opportunity, every opportunity, every opportunity. Yes. Yeah, sometimes I tell my wife, okay, what are you doing? You're busy. Okay, go. I, Every opportunity, I must invest in spiritual things above everything else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can I have a better amen? amen. amen. Can I have a better amen then? Amen. You must make sure, in fact, listen to me, believers. You must not, you must know the Bible more than any unbeliever you know. Yeah. Do you know there are some unbelievers when they begin to engage with some issues concerning the Bible, they begin to check, says, no, let me check, I'll come back to you. How can unbelievers know the Bible more than you, a believer? Yeah. Your spiritual investments, ladies and gentlemen, is not time wasted. The Bible recalls at one time that Elijah is on top of a mountain. He's praying for rain and he sees a small cloud which is forming in the sky. And he sends a word, tell Ahab to go because the rain is coming. The Bible says Ahab gets on top of his chariot with the best of the horses in Israel and he begins to ride. Yeah. But Elijah remains behind. Ladies and gentlemen, may I submit to you the horses and the chariots of 
Arab were the best in Israel. Yes. But Elijah is left behind. The Bible says he turned in his jacket. Yeah. And when he began to run, the hand of the Lord came upon him and he was found at Jezreel. He says, Arab, what were you still doing in the road? <laughs> because this one was using the spiritual more than the physical. Yeah. Listen to me, people of God. Whenever you, you utilize the spiritual, you can always pursue, overtake, and recover all without fail. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. First Kings chapter number 30. The Bible records a certain time. Oh, yes. First Samuel chapter number 30. The Bible records a certain time that, Elijah, that David goes somewhere and is. He is, he is, he's moving somewhere and he comes back to the camp called Ziklag and he finds the Amalekites have plundered everything. They have taken everything. The Bible says the guys that were with him, they cried until they had almost turned away and they even thought about stoning David. You know how people can easily turn around and, and attack the leader? You know, it's you, pastor. It's you, pastor, who said Jesus. It's you, pastor, yeah. who has always said God is good. It's you, pastor, who told me to give. So, you see, it's very easy for people to attack. So they turned around and said, David, yeah. who were your followers? Look at what has happened to us. I wanted to say something which is very interesting. The Bible says David then called the priest. And he inquired of the Lord. Yes. Yes. Now, if your wife has been stolen and the kids, and you are busy inquiring of the Lord, in the natural, we think you are wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Straight away, pursue yes. But David is busy with the man of God. You know? What is God saying? He was investing in the spiritual. Yeah. That spiritual investment is what enabled him not only to pursue, but to recover all everything. Yeah. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you must become a spiritual practitioner. Hallelujah. You must become a spiritual practitioner. Yes. Anything that you invest for the sake of your spirit, it is not wasted, but it gives you an advantage. Gives you an advantage. It gives you an advantage. Yes. I want to ask you, what goals have you set for yourself spiritually? Yes. What God have you said for yourself spiritually? Mm -hmm. Myself, myself, I read at least a book, Christian literature every week. Mm. Myself, in my budget, there is a budget for books. These days it's nice, I buy books on, on Kindle. It's my business. Myself, I have set up 12 mentors, 12 mentors. That people are speaking, they said, these ones, I admire their exploits and their dimensions. I have written down their name. And I'm collecting their information. One of them is the DGO, the founder of the General of the self redeemed Church of God. I was explaining to Pastor that when he came here, I went into the lobby and I saw some people were selling his books. I said, Man, I want everything by the DGO here. He put it there. I said, Don't worry about the price, we we'll discuss later. So he brought it. I said, Is that all? He looked for other people and I put them in a very big pyramid and I carried it. Yeah. I want everything that he has. Hallelujah. Yes. You must then set goals. Set goals to invest in spiritual things. Mm -hmm. yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Ask your neighbor, what are, spiritual, what are your spiritual goals? What are your spiritual goals? What are your spiritual goals? Hallelujah. Every day, listen to me, every day, every day I write my to-do list in the morning. And on that to-do list, like I explained to you, it is to do three-hour prayer. To do 
at least 10 hours, uh, 10, 10 chapters of the Bible to read. To do list this, do read one chapter related to my devotions. It is written that it is part of my daily goal. You must make part of your goal as well. Yeah. It will change you radically. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 People are very nice. People are very nice. People are very nice. You know. Normally, you don't see people talking or singing in the street, something like that. Now, but I have this habit that sometimes I pray in the spirit when I'm walking alone. So I found many people they mistake that I'm talking to them <laughs> when they just see my lips moving. You know, but I'm just communicating to God because I understand that I need to get to a higher dimension, and so I must invest in my spirit. Amen. One person I worked with, um, his wife met me in the streets and he told the, the guy, he says, I met pastor in the street walking. And he says, uh, how was he? He says, no, 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 I did not greet him. He says, why? He says, no, I think he was praying. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So now this day I've changed, I put some headphones in there, I'm listening to a message, people think that I'm singing or doing something like that. <laughs> but it is a spiritual investment. Yes. Thank God because there is dinner. Sometimes I just go to the beach and I walk across the beach. Everybody is making noise that they can't see what is happening. I'm just walking. They are busy bathing, doing whatever they're doing. They're swimming, but I just get rock or talk. He shall be saved, Netherlands. Yeah.